I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Hey, what's happening? Happy Monday. Good afternoon and welcome to the Bottom Line. On 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you, as always, by our friends over at Happy State Bank. Alongside... George Christopher Sneed, I'm Choice Woodman, Clint Scott, back behind the glass taking care of us. This is Clint Scott Hate Day. By the way, if you've got any hate mail, you can get that in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line through the... Uh, Why do I have to hate Clint? Because the Chiefs won. Well, Tech is playing the Jayhawks tonight. I don't care. I'm not going to hate Clint for that. You should. Why? No, I'm... Actually, you don't I didn't. Have... I didn't beat him down when they lost last week to K-State. No, no, no. Why would I hate on him today? But they didn't play your team last week. I'm just saying... It, the chat line's open if you want to uh, throw uh, any, encouraging hate, anything man. towards it's sports hate. It's you're different. Some, you're encouraging hate. Sports hate. Big difference between real hate and sports hate. Yeah. I don't know. Some people cross the line, but there's... I was going to say, there was a lot of angry San Francisco 49er videos yeah. I saw last night. Okay, uh, so casinos. some people cross uh, well, that line. Hey, you know, but a good stop. Dose of Just stop. If you're a 49ers fan and you're out there whining and crying, uh, I mean, if you want to start picking apart things that... that that didn't happen for you. Let me let me get out the the uh, the officiating line and and show you the things you guys got. I could I could tell you at least three 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 major large holds that did not get called. One that sprung McCaffrey for about a twenty two yard run. So uh, save it, San Francisco fan. I don't really care. There was a lot of stuff. They, they uh, held the whistles back a lot last night in general. Didn't. I think we saw two defensive holdings the whole night, which is pretty rare for an NFL game. We saw no PI calls the entire night. Um, so I would, I would they let them this. play, so to speak. I would tell you this. They will probably default to um, – I'm not going to say they. There, there's a philosophy if you can get to illegal contact or, or a defensive hold because the penalty is the first down you know, in a five- or a ten-yard mm-hmm. penalty – Actually, both five-yard penalties um, and a first down rather than a chunk play from anything from tangled feet to incidental contact to a subjective arm bar, blah, 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 you know, so which could result in, you know, 20, 30-yard penalty. So, I mean, they're going to try to default to – No, I'm saying that they didn't call much in the secondary at no, all. No, I mean – At all. And, and well, honestly, it was – I think it's, again, I think it's play. funny – because everyone's like, I just don't want to notice the officials. And then the second that you don't notice any officials, it's like, why didn't they call anything? <laughs> Actually, I kind of I enjoyed it. Good. I thought the game. I was, was thinking about you last night. I thought the game was well officiated. I, I, I was because it was very consistent. I was thinking what, about you. Well, that's wh- what. Why I do want. you think they put those guys in the Super Bowl? They were. Yeah. <laughs> I think I I outwardly yelled like a "What are we doing here?" on a missed call once. And then a late flag came in and was accurately called on a hold. That was, yeah. <laughs> but outside of that, it, it's funny because I, you know, for the Chiefs, and I would think for the 49ers attack too, like defensive holding, it's not like written down on the game plan, but I, I would venture to guess those two teams benefit from it towards, you know, the top <laughs> of the league just because of how they run stuff. 
and I just hadn't noticed it until uh, the McDuffie hold that kept the overtime drive alive. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't anger. It was, is this the first defensive hold? We, it we was the first the foul against San Francisco since the second quarter. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, Kansas City since the second quarter. And they'd played a pretty cl- clean game. I forgot to do something. What's up? Hey, yo, Sneeder! What's Sorry, up? man. It's okay. We got right into it. We got right into it because, I mean, we heard about San Francisco fans whining already. Why? Uh, We have a new AP poll out. Uh, 26. 28. Oh, that's not surprising. Drop down. They tied a ranker to our ass and got us out of there as fast as they could, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, if you win today, uh, you'll be right back in there. Uh, You got to play Saturday, though. Sure. Still. still And you're on the road again. A one in one week this week. You're on the road at Iowa State. A one-in-one week this week with your win over number six Kansas, which is where Kansas I mean, is. You're going to pop if, back into the poll. Yeah. It's just it's how it works. I know. It's it's how it works because your road loss would be against a now top ten Iowa State team. Yeah, that Ooh, Cincinnati loss is going to be an anchor around. You're going to see that Cincinnati loss again. It's 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 like it's oh, like yeah. bad Linguini. It's going to keep coming back. To me, it's going to. To me, that's what keeps you from being in the Big 12 title hunt, but it's, I don't think it's going to yeah. do a ton for you. Um, You're going to burp in terms like keeping you out of now, the, and it's going to go, Cincinnati! Yeah. It's no bueno. Uh, AP poll stacked with Big 12 teams again. Just not Texas Tech. One, UConn. Two, Purdue. Three, Houston, the first Big 12 team in there. Six, Kansas. Ten, Iowa State. Twelve, Baylor. So you got punished. Knocked out of the poll for losing to Baylor, who's now number twelve on the road. Undermanned team. No, uh, number no, nineteen BYU you for losing to Cincinnati last week. Also, uh, the three-game losing streak. Yeah. Yes, uh, nineteen BYU and OU popped back in the the poll. Twenty-five. Okay, so they're right there. What are we? Are we trying to lose weight in here? Why is it so hot in here? Is it hot? It is like burning up hot in here. I don't. I don't think it's that hot. The thing just kicked on. It did. And it's like 85 degrees we'll in here We'll run now. out there during the break. Huh? We'll run out and knock it down during the break. Gosh yeah. almighty, what are we doing? You'll be all right. I don't know, man. I have it on uh, 69 in the producer's room, if that helps. Nice. Are you uh, you wearing your white for the whiteout tonight? Is that what that's? One, this is not white. You want to touch it? I'm looking at us on the television screen. It looks white to you, but there's both actually, of us look like we're wearing white right now. Is it like eggshell? Eggshell, yeah. It's well, look, get closer to it. Oh, I see that there's stuff on it, it's but brown. Th- it is predominantly bra- white. No, it is brown. Those brown, are brown flecks. Yeah, you got brown dots all over your white. Brown flecks. Flecks. The flecks. Like PJ. Yeah. Like I don't. They're not no. dots. They're flecks. That is a predominantly white shirt. So you like periwinkle. Oh, gosh, which <laughs> Sneed learned is not the color that he thought it was nope, all these years. Nope, nope, was not. <laughs> uh, I'm like Ron White. I was wrong. So you're, not wear- <laughs> so you're wearing your shirt you thought was brown but is actually white for the Kansas whiteout tonight. No, oh, okay. I am uh, I am not going to be in attendance at the game tonight. You could still, like, wear it in, you know, I was going to say I, it in memoriam. But that's this not- is actually kind of funny. I tried to sell my tickets and no one wanted to buy them. I bet someone will buy them. Well, I mean, they're they're for sale on the uh, on the Texas Tech uh, 
sales side. Y'all hit Sneeder up. He'll, I mean, it's not. I, I they're not overly priced either. I mean, I just like they they, they just this would be a good price for these tickets, and I priced it at that price, and they're still for sale. Wait till we get closer. I some, don't have time to do be that. Some I've desperate got, Kansas fans. I got playoff basketball tonight. Well, the thing will take care of it for you, won't it? I, I would venture to guess the Kansas fans already have their tickets. Yeah, all those right. Western Kansas fans that can't get tickets to the Jayhawk games. That used to be a thing around here. All those Western Kansans would come down here, and the stadium would be half half blue. Oh, I remember. And then we like, how do those sickening. guys get those seats? Way too much blue. Yeah. Fortunately, it's not that way near as much yeah. as it used to be. There will still be some splatters in the arena, but not as much. Uh, got a lot to get into. We will talk some Super Bowl, some Red Raider basketball. Hey, Snead, we're four days away from baseball season. Oh, I'm aware. I mean, and the the basketball train stops for me <laughs> for on For you, Friday. I know it does. <laughs> it's uh, like, woo, woo, woo. Hopefully you finish on a win tonight, then. That's what you're uh, First stop, Globe Life Field, Texas Tech Baseball. Wait, you'll be – aren't you doing a basketball watch party Saturday morning? Yes. For baseball? Doesn't mean I'm going to be at it. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> Here, listen to the bottom line. We'll continue. you got some headlines, lots of them, coming up next on 100.7 The Score. Bringing you the truth or something like the truth, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Thrilled to be part of your Monday. You've got the bottom line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice with me, Chris Need, joining you from the First United Bank Studio. Keep hitting us up with thoughts, the comments, the questions. All of it welcome on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. It is a big week, like a big Monday. No pun intended. But you got like, all the stuff going on this week for for guys in this area. You had the Super Bowl where most people were pulling for the Chiefs. I get it if you weren't, but most people in the area were pulling, pulling for the Chiefs. You got Tech Hoops versus KU tonight. Uh, high school playoffs start up this week for, for a lot of the girls' teams in the area. Of course, it's Tech Baseball opening week. Uh, that you get that Friday. There's also a Valentine's Day holiday sprinkled in there. Guys, you don't forget that. That's probably better if you don't. Wednesday, there's your there's your fair warning. So it's a big, big week. Ayo, Sneeder. What's up? Um, <laughs> Are you checking if I'm alive over here? Yeah, I was just, just <laughs> testing it. No, testing I'm good. It. No, uh, I mean, how, I, you're, you're right. I, I have to go to... Uh, Guess where I'm going to be on Wednesday? What is Wednesday? Oh, yeah, you got a big week too. <laughs> like KC, right? Kansas City. Is that what when they're the, on Wednesday? Is that when the parade is? It is. <laughs> Are you going to pop in? I'm thinking about it. I, I land That'd at 9:55 in the morning. I land. I mean, if the weather's not brutal, and it's not, I was just going to Uber down there to downtown KC. Yeah. And then uh, from there, just, uh, just go be a face in the crowd. That'd be fun. I mean, if you're there, I, I would do it if I was there. Just go hang out with a bunch of hot and sweaty people. I wonder, will will Taylor be on the bus with – with? Uh, oh, I'm guessing she has another place to be because of the whole – you know, she had to zip in from Japan, so. I mean. Who knows? 
Am I allowed to uh, compliment anything that is Longhorn adjacent? Sure. Is that allowed? I don't. I, mean, I don't know. It feels kind of dirty. Just call you Longhorn Woodman. Okay. I mean, I got enough nicknames that the Bearcat thing didn't stick on. I mean, well, stick I mean, much. So they should have. They won again. Wait a second. You were helping them, and they won. Did you not? Re- I told you I was going to before. <sighs> I've called him Choice and Addy like four times. I just I just now put this together. Every time you help out the opponent, they all win. Not. Uh, no, there has been one instance. Well, uh, West Virginia? No, uh, giant Patrick Ewing was in front of me flashing around his rings and his bracelets. I think I'm I helped. That's how helped bad Georgetown was. They had the choice curse and they couldn't even use it. Do what? I think I made his wife mad. Did you? Yeah, I was sitting behind him. <laughs> was, and I said something. When, when, when they were getting beat by like 30, I said, I said something like this ain't this ain't your old your dad's Georgetown. I said, how do we even schedule you guys? Oh man! And she turned around and she gave me the look, and I and I looked right back at her. I said, I said what I said. And she came down after the game, after the the, the students had gone on the floor and everything. She came down after the game and said, you don't have your security with you now. And I said, I don't need them. Whoa! She talking to mess. Oh, she was. Did you end up with a big lip afterwards? No. No punching? I told her. <laughs> I said something ugly to her. I shouldn't have said it. That's okay. We all have regrets. Um, like I'm about to have Well, after, she said something ugly to me first. So, Eli Manning. Um, Even though I said something ugly about her team first. Not, not only am I going to compliment Longhorn-ish here, I'm going to compliment Eli Manning, who was – a rival in, for the Cowboys forever. I has he gotten just more and more likable? Like, yes, it's it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Could not likeable. stand him when he was yeah. with the Giants. Now he is extremely likable, like reaching Peyton's level of likability. He's advertising gold for retired players right now, which I did not expect. Yeah, I didn't. So Eli Manning was asked whether uh, this was during Super Bowl week whether Arch Manning should enter the uh, the spring portal. In April, when that opens back up after spring football, Eli was asked this question uh, because was it last week or the week before Steve Sarkeesian? I think it was early last week. Sarkeesian announces, hey, Quinn Ewers is our quarterback. He's our number one. So they didn't even leave any room for drama down there. Uh, Eli says no. He picked Texas. That's where he wants to be. That's where he wants to play football. The fact that you can transfer so easily now doesn't mean you should do it. I know he wants to play, but he's itching to get, and he's itching to get in there. But being patient and continuing to learn can be very helpful. I don't know how Eli's doing this, but he's making me become a big time uh, Eli Manning fan. And what he said there makes so much sense. Yeah, but but how he's many people? Also, a kid that can afford to stay there because his parents are financially well off. A lot what of these mean, kids are transferring. We're not talking money. about baseball where you're. No, we're talking about paying still, for your scholarship. But I mean, you these kids are taking there. the money because they need the money. Okay. And, and also want the money. Well, and it's not about. What do you mean loyalty. afford to stay there? He's he's still the highest paid. Exactly. I I get. I also get that. That is not a fact lost on me. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, he has the luxury 
of, of doing that because his family, if he decides, you know, his parents could probably, if he wasn't getting a nickel of NIL money, his parents could probably still buy him a Maserati. Absolutely they could. Sure. A couple of them. Or at least his uncles could. His dad's not doing so bad himself. No, I know. They're all, <laughs> Cooper, all pretty well. Cooper, Cooper could be it's, is probably arguably the funniest of the three. Yeah. I, you know, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, like, it is possible to sit out two years, to not play for two years, and still be a go, go and be successful your junior and senior seasons. Yeah, but then you can't leave early. Go get that paper. Uh, you can get your paper in college if exactly. you're Exactly. I, I think the unintended consequence of this, all of this NIL, is some of the higher-end players opting not to come out and stick around and take that money. Yeah. I've got, I've got my own thoughts about some of our own guys that we like to root for around here. Mm. I think you're, you're probably right. All right, lots more on the uh, chat line. Sooner in Lubbock says, looking forward to some court storming tonight. Gentlemen, let's go. I'll be listening on the radio, and I want to. I want to hear Hack describe it. The court storming. Well, oh. the problem is we don't really have a court storming anymore. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a mass school song. It's like a mass matador song. Yeah, I. I don't know. They might still court, storm the court if. No, there's no storming of courts. It's there's, possible. No. Like, are you going to go stop them if they choose to pour out onto the floor? The kids I know, they know don't want to. The kids know they will get to the court. There's, there's not going to be a, any spontaneous rushing of the court anymore. Not at, not at Texas Tech. <laughs> what if it's not the kids that are starting it? <laughs> I know the then, students then are people, usually the ones. People like do. Choice Woodman should know better. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Do not put that kind of responsibility on me. I don't know anything. Um, Timmy Smith deserved to be to win the MVP at Washington. And Doug Williams got it because what was it? Better story. Uh, anyone see if Patrick is flying in to pump up the crowd for tonight? Probably not. I would uh, guess probably, not. Although he could. He goes straight from Vegas. Did yeah. he do that last year? He was here for – no, it wasn't last year. It was two years ago. Was it, I thought it was last year. Was it the KU game? I thought it was the KU game, and there was a there was a color deal, and Brittany kind of got ticked because no one Is this no the one, one where the – yeah, the – She was wearing a like a multicolor – a very cool multicolor jacket. She was she was flexing. That was the uh, the meme. The meme from into. from yeah. Britney's face. Yeah, <laughs> was that last year? I think that was last year. I thought it was oh. two years. Yeah, ago, I don't think I you had any good games last year. I think that was two years ago. Okay. And did and you won against KU that that one? Not last year, the year before. I thought it was last year because I thought it was the I year, thought it was McCullough's year, first game back. The year before, uh, yeah, that was the Bryson Williams and that team beating Kansas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're okay. right. You're right. Someone says Mahomes is already at Disneyland. Probably accurate. That's also true. Yeah. Do you think? He's yeah, tired he had to go to Disneyland. Disneyland. Had to do that. Uh, is well, it, I mean, it doesn't mean he couldn't get on a plane and fly here. Is Probably it true Kevin McCullough isn't playing due to injury? Yes, that is accurate. He will be out tonight. Keep the uh, commentary coming in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We'll have Kaylee's daily coming up next. It's the bottom line on 100.7 Score. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. 
Happy Monday. You're listening to The Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com, the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Keep all the uh, thoughts and comments coming in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Dial us up on the Visual Edge IT hotline if you want to call us, 806-771-0973. Two quick things before Kaylee's Daily. Uh, one, in the second hour, I've got Big 12 team win totals. These are bettable win totals out, so we'll get to that in the second hour. As, Is that, uh, I mean, I've already heard these. You already heard them? That's fine. I'm sure Hex may have talked about yeah, them. Yeah, Hex, Hex uh, spilled the beans on those. Okay. That's all right. I'll still... I'm still. I mean, until I know different, I'm. I'm standing 12, by baby. twelve and zero, baby. Twelve and zero. I'm standing by it, and and, <clears> and, and I, I'm sure that I'm going to get blasted nah. in the fall. Sneed, you told us twelve and zero. Why are we seven and five? I'm waiting for that guy. He's there. He's there. Don't worry. Uh, the, we went nine and three, Sneed. You said we go twelve and zero, man. You're right. And the other thing I was going to bring up, I've oh, someone did ask uh, best place to get tickets. Sorry, I'm a little late on this text. Uh, to get tickets for this weekend, uh, the Texas Rangers website. Yeah, so, I believe they're still selling the uh, weekend package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still, now you can't get the Lexus Club package. That's gone. So I know. I'm. I'm just. I'm just. Uh, although I think I may have. I'll screenshot it and sneak you in. You don't need to do that. You found a person? I think I'm going to be in a suite. What? Whatever, bro. All right, then you you screenshot and sneak me in. That's how I was going to do it for you, so now yeah. let's get to Kaylee's Daily. Was that a machine gun rooster? No, that was a sea monkey. Okay. That's close enough. <laughs> you still don't know why, do you? Of course I know why. Why? Because birds. No, it's not why. Dang it. Clean. <laughs> I think like we should inside. ask him every day I why. Don't think, I don't like these inside jokes. Choice? What's up? Kaylee says, oh, by the way, this is uh, Kaylee's Daily, brought to you by me. Him. Kaylee, your money will be in your account this afternoon. Uh, with all this talk of Clydesdale saddles, did you know they were giving away a saddle? I did. In the DoorDash I think thing? we talked Can about I it. That? I just did. I, uh, yeah, DoorDash. It was, uh, what was it? I, first I heard it did was like $5.8 million, but then I heard it was like way less than that. The total of all the stuff? Uh, I bet it's close. I did you see all the code that you had to type in? Was it like uh was it like writing like writing C? I wrote I mean I did this because I went and found it on the internet after. Uh uh-huh. just, just copy and paste? Yes. And I, I'm entered into it. My wife and I are entered for the contest. They'll they'll notify someone today. But what I think, the, what's the deadline to do with that? It's done. <gasps> Newman. I would yeah, I would have sent it to you. No, you wouldn't have. I would have. <laughs> But I would have expected you to give me something, maybe the saddle. But I would probably have given you one of those electric cars. Oh man, I would have, I would have taken that because I could have sold it for good money. Uh, Kaylee says, with all this talk of Clydesdale saddles, it's only appropriate to speak on this popular working horse breed that has been a staple in big game commercials. 
See what she did there. Okay. Uh, Clydesdales are working horse, um, a working horse breed that originally hailed from Lancashire. You nailed it. Scotland. Well done. Lancashire, Scotland. And what do we know about Scotland? Uh, that it's green. And there's kilts and bagpipes. If you watch Saturday Night Live, you know if it's not Scottish, it's crap. Okay. Uh, they originated Brave from uh, Lancashire, Scotland in the mid-1700s. This breed is known for their strong, broad legs, elongated heads. Horse names. <laughs> okay. And white, wispy mane. Also a horse name. White, wispy mane. They average around... What am I going for here? Wait. Yes. Okay. Uh, I've already forgot what, what we're talking about. I was, weights. I was thinking of horses. Okay. Uh, that's got to be 2,000 pounds. 2,000 pounds. Yes. Clydesdales were used in uh, uh, groups for the coal mining industry. That makes sense. Yes. Where they would lug and tow away thousands <laughs> of tons of coal during the Industrial Revolutions. Uh, Clydesdales first appeared in America around 1850, but they became notable in 1933 after the Anheuser-Busch Company purchased a, few, a fleet of horses to celebrate the repeal of Prohibition. Okay. These horses would then travel through towns on the East Coast delivering the forbidden lager that citizens had lived without for a decade. Wow. Forbidden lager. That's pretty good. Is it with a A G E R or are we going forbidden lager with a O G G E R? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Not forbidden lager. <laughs> I think both are pretty good. The white woods, wispy like mane. I want white wispy mane. Horse name. <laughs> okay. That's gonna be hard to say for Clint. White wispy mane. White wispy mane. Mane going to start to sound like I'm Elmer Fudd trying to say wispy, yeah. but that's all right. Oh, white wispy mane. Oh, oh yeah, white wispy wane. Okay. So, <clears throat> Machine Gun Rooster, also a horse name from the chat line. <laughs> machine Gun Rooster. Man. Ah, ah, ah. Hold on. Sea monkey. <clears throat> All right. Uh, that was it, right? We covered. I have no more. There are no more words. Lots of Clydesdale action. Oh, here's the uh, here's the code. Good, God Almighty! Kid you not. So, that was the full code. And if you didn't type it all in, you didn't get the entry. What are, what are all the words? I mean, just like, I mean, was it like. I will, I will read the code. I don't, you don't need to read, the whole, read the whole thing. DoorDash, all the ads, 2024 promo code, DoorDash can DoorDash, pretty much anything. A new Kia EV9, Reese's Peanut Butter, M&M's. Hope you have a DVR, FanDuel, Dynamita. Oh, Dynamita. Uh, Mountain Dew, Baja Blast, BMW. So it goes on, keeps going. Um Blah, 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 have simply advertised goods and ser- or services but never has a commercial gotten you goods or services from all the other commercials via correction application of an extensive alphanumeric promo- promotional code like cheeseburgers, midsize German automobiles, starry 382309058 AM 
<laughs> like it just. No, you, gotta, you have to finish small it now. Portion. Oh, now, you, now you have to finish. I'm it. not going to go through the whole code. You, you have to. It'll because take me the rest It's about of the to show. be a horse name. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Collier's Hat Trick Mahomes should be a horse name. Ooh. Mm. Hat Trick Mahomes. We can add that. He did talk about it today. I had a, I had a, uh, good friends, some good <clears throat> friends and, and fellow hecklers that named their cat Catrick Mahomes. Okay, that's that's actually a pretty good one. Catrick, I Mahomes. believe he is no longer with us. Oh, not I good. I think that's I think that's the case. Uh, horse names used to be funny, but y'all are running it into the ground. Not everything wow. needs to be a horse name. Wow. Fair enough. Noted. Running into the ground, horse name. <laughs> well done. Uh, Sooner Lovick said, what year did Tech beat KU here early 2000s? I remember crowd surfing the Jayhawk. 04, that was the uh, the Daryl Dora, Dora show. Dora. Right? Yeah. Jayhawk killer. That was the uh, on the other side, the start of a three-game losing skid in conference play for the Jayhawks. So I think we're ranked second coming into that game, uh-huh. and yep. that was the uh, fabled Bucknell year that saw first-round exit. Oh, yeah. That was uh, – Sign of things to come. There's so many of those years for you guys. Don't you talk trash on tech? A sign of things to t- come just because they lost to the Red Raiders in Lubbock. That was a Valentine's night game as well. I think you're right, yeah. The friend or the cat, Sneed, which is no longer with us. That's the gato. The gato. Okay. The gato. As I recall, their gato died about the same time as Bubba did. Oh, man. Sneed. Have a good day. Enjoy the uh, the playoff basketball. How far is Monday, Texas from here? A ways. Oh, man. I want to say two and a half hours. Gosh, a Friday. Why did I take this day? It's M-U-N-D-A. All right. Monday on Monday. All right. Have a good day, man. Bottom line continues next. We'll go through some tech over-unders in the – or the Big 12 over-unders in the second hour. Right here on 100.7 The Score. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Thrilled to be part of your Monday. Rolling on here with Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman. Now Jamie Lent joins us in the first United Bank studio. Clint Scott back behind the glass. It is Clint Scott hate Normally it's like hate week, but I guess it's just hate day. So if you want to pour in the, uh, the Jayhawk hate on the Yates Flooring Center chat line, you're welcome to do so. You're not going to bring Clint down. I mean, he's riding high from last night. So, so, I mean, giving him a day assumes that we're not doing that all the time. Well, not publicly. <clears throat> yeah, right. <laughs> well, <I> mean, <laughs> it's not dad joke time yet. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Clint was asked the question last week if uh, he could only like get one win between the Chiefs and the and the other one would lose and the Jayhawks. You you chose the oh, Chiefs. Oh, I took the Chiefs. Super I mean, it's a Bowl. it's a Super it's Bowl a Super versus Bowl. a yeah, versus a regular season regular season game, game on the road. Uh, if y'all missed the news, there will be no Kevin McCuller in the game tonight, as he is out with a knee injury. Uh, will not play against the Red Raiders this evening. That seems helpful. I'd say so, yeah. Dewan Harris was in question, but it sounds like he's uh, he's likely to play after okay. he rolled his ankle. But 
yeah, I, I'd say it's helpful. You've seen the line move a little bit towards uh, Texas Tech because of it. So we'll talk some uh, hoopage. We will get into uh, a few different things. Super Bowl, of course, we got to get Jamie's take on uh, Usher. Dang, I got, forgot to get Sneeds. Were you uh, gyrating quite a bit during the halftime show? I was not. I, I, um, I'm the real boring guy. There's breaking news that doesn't have like super, super strong opinions about things like halftime shows and halftime commercials and Super Bowl commercials. Wow. Yeah. I was, um, I thought JLo a couple years continuing to, um, open legged slides into the camera was a little bit too much. Um, but nothing I saw last night I thought was terrible. Nothing I saw made me want to go out and buy an Usher CD since they don't make those anymore. Choice that was a joke. They do too make yeah. CDs. They do. Okay. I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah, it was fine. Just I can't mean, play them in your car fine. anymore. It's, it's just a big, big show. There were lots of different things. Maybe the most impressive part, like, was when they very first started, and they were heading out to see Usher. And there were people like standing on top of people. Yes. Okay. That's, and I was like, what in the, the guy world? That I was that's some serious talent. The buddy Chase that I was at the Super Bowl party with last night, he said the exact same thing. He's like, I was just more impressed by the, like, yeah. the, I was the like, acrobatics wow, that's, and the that's really cool. The athleticism of the dancers. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the people that were like his background dancers early on was like I, mean, I don't know. There was just some interesting stuff. That's what like uh, a song and a half in. Macy asked, I don't have a problem with what's happening. I just don't understand if there's a theme right yeah, now. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was impressive that he could roller skate. Oh, yeah. And like totally dance he, like, roller skating. backwards skate. too. Yeah, that was all. Yeah, I was impressed by that. I wonder that. how much practicing he did for that. Yeah, yeah. Like how long it had been since he roller skated. He was a real blader. He would have used roller blades and blades. not the little four-wheel That's right. things they had going on. Okay, That's a totally there were people a like doing handsprings off the rollerblades too, yeah, and I was I, I was impressed with that. Yeah, no, that's, so, yeah. that is so, totally so look, a joke. we got you to give a breakdown on the halftime yeah, show. Yeah, we did. Well well done. Some you, other, um, you egged him into it. Okay, so who was the first guy? He cracked me up. Um, not obviously that was Alicia Keys, right? Yeah. No. Okay. The, the, she looks it. No, just kidding. Okay, she with that like piano, that the piano was really cool looking. Yes. I don't know what that was, but it was. Super cool. And, um, okay, so the, who's the next guy that came up after him? Ray J? Fake CeeLo Green. Was it not Ray J? Oh, is that who that was? No, a lot of people thought it was CeeLo Green, was and it wasn't. With it, was the, a, it was a producer of his. It was the guy who found uh, no, not Ray J. Chris Cross. It was the guy who, like, discovered them. Oh, okay. What was with the little cuffs on his socks? What was going <laughs> the cuff on cuff for your feet, man. Come on. No, that was like what little girls wear, man. What was he know. doing? I don't know. Man, was that? You apparently, for someone that doesn't care that much, you took it in better than I did. I'm just saying, I didn't even notice it, it, Okay, it's just funny to me. Like I, I said to to my the crew, I was like, as soon as it was over, I was like, go to Twitter, watch this. You'll see a million people, greatest halftime show ever, or worst. and a million worst halftime show yeah. ever. There's nobody that's like, oh, it's okay, yeah, okay, it was good. Kind of like I think what Clint just said his wife was like, and that's kind of how I felt. My statement was, uh, I think that was above average. Of all the halftime shows, uh, that was a, a halftime show. It was above average. It was. Yeah, we're. I've definitely seen worse, and yeah, yeah. So 
the music got me back to the high school days, so that's what I was like. Yeah, yeah I, I, I he, it was to me, it was hard to understand. Yeah, the the yeah. audio quality wasn't as good. Yeah, and his microphone still from like mm-hmm. two thousand. So, so what would happen if we just have a, like a collab of eighties hair bands at a halftime show? Do we you think we that went through would that for like over well. We went through no? that like for like four years in a row, and people that's what didn't I'm like it for because we had. It was the Rolling Stones followed by Prince, which is an '80s hair band, but older, no, older music. I get it. So <laughs> Ro- one of them are Rolling Stones, what? Prince, uh, the Who. I was there for the Who. You were there for the Who. Uh-huh. I heard that was one of the worst ones. I don't, thought it was pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. And there was one more. Sorry, classic rock is what I was, yeah, was going really, with. None of we had several of those. No, they're not. You know, there was no Warrant or Poison or Bon Jovi in there. No, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Has jo- Bon Jovi never done one? I don't think he has done a Super Bowl halftime. I don't know. That's really would be really surprising. Your guy, Little no. Michael, is still the best halftime show of all time, right? I enjoyed his back in the day. Absolutely. I was a, I was a fan. I mean, that one was a great one. Hello, you were knocking Michael. the Prince one. I was not knocking that, the, and the Prince, Prince one. Was, not you. Prince yeah. was fine. Prince was of fantastic. that group of the older ones Prince was one of the best of all time. Prince, yeah. Prince was fine. Okay, so who, who was the guy after the cuffs on his socks guy? He cracked me up. Uh, Little John was in there somewhere. Little John, okay. the one, the turn down for what guy? Yes, yeah, that's, that's exactly that's Little John. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Little John was in there, and then Luda with the fro. I, I knew Luda. Yeah, you knew Luda. Recognized him Impressive. from his Allstate commercials. <laughs> Speaking of commercials, I'm, we're just spending the whole segment on this. What uh, What was the best commercial that you can remember? Um, I thought. Jeez, I thought Arnold was funny. That was it, yeah, for me. Yeah. The State Farm one, the neighbor. What else was funny that I don't? I mean, there were a couple that made me. Uh-huh, that was good, different, whatever. Yeah, none of them. You know, the uh, the Aubrey Plaza. You probably have no idea. Mountain Dew Baja Blast. I thought was pretty funny, where she was having a blast Who everywhere. Was she? She's from Parks and Rec. See, and if you don't, okay. she has like the, she, her face is just like this is boring all the time, but she's saying she's having a blast everywhere because she has... Okay, yeah, I missed that. That one was uh, pretty good. Then I don't know if there was a lot. The Pringles one was okay with the Pringles stash. There we go, Clint. Way to go. I, it did, okay, what I are you going to do want... with Warrant after this song? You just kick him off the stage, right? I said it was a collab. We're not keeping okay. him on very long. Um, I... Like, I don't do this very often, but when I saw the Pringles commercial, I was like, man, I haven't had Pringles in a long time. I want Pringles. It did its job. They paid yeah. $7 million to get you to eat Pringles. Well, no, I, we didn't still buy any or anything. <laughs> I'm probably still not going, oh, going to. Oh, come on. Pringles made are, me want them. They are good. Mm-hmm. They are good. All right, bring your thoughts in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We're making way too early predictions because that's what we do. Coming up next on 100.7 The Score. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. So glad to be part of your Monday. You're listening to... And it feels like a Monday. It does feel like a Monday? It does. I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not all in my Mondays right now, so I think, mm-hmm. I think I'm all right. You'll keep the uh, thoughts and comments coming in on the AIDS Flooring Center chat line through the 
100.7 The Score mobile app and at 107thescore.com. I said we're doing way too early predictions. It's because uh, FanDuel, Jamie, has put out their over-unders, their win totals for every Big 12 conference team. We are sitting here on February 12th. We don't have rosters completely finalized, haven't gone through mm-hmm. spring football, but these are things you can gamble on. You can go pick teams and hold on to your bet slip for a really long time because these will pay out in December, basically. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm not I'm responsible enough. I think most of these are digital nowadays, so to hold on to a bet slip for that long. But they set the Red Raiders at 11 and a half. How did you know? So normally, if a team is likely going to win around 10 or 11 games, most of the time their over-under is 9.5. Sure. R- rarely does it hit over. I mean, double digits. You have to be really college football playoff top four in the country type to have a, a mm-hmm. double digit. But uh, so there are uh, – here's your hint. No, no double-digit uh, win totals in the Big 12 Conference out of the 16 teams. Okay. Who do you think are the top two? Two have 9.5 wins. Utah? That is one of them. Well done. Oklahoma State? Not Oklahoma State. Kansas State? Kansas State. Nine and a half for Kansas State. All right, so we're going to round robin this pretty Nine fast. Nine and a half for both of those two? Schools? Nine and, and a half for both. And they don't, I don't believe they play each other. We're going to do this as a round robin, and I'm going to hold on to these, and we will look back. I held on to... Uh, Jeff Haxton and I did this last year when these came out. He went uh, four and ten based off the numbers, and I went uh, six and eight. So mm. not easy to nice predict these. It. Yeah, not not easy. All right. So starting with, oh, we'll just start with the higher teams. Um, Utah at nine and a half wins, over or under, Jamie? I'm taking under. Jamie's going to say under. I'll go. Under, though not super confident on that one. Clint? Yeah, I think it's going to be an under sweep. Okay, yeah. under sweep there. Kansas State, nine and a half wins. Under. Under? I'll take the over. I'm going under. Of course. Clint will go under. No, I just, uh, the nine win mark. Anything past that for any of the Big Twelve schools kind of it's hard to off a yeah little hard bit. to go over that uh, Arizona eight and a half so Vegas still high on the Wildcats under I'm going to take the under on that one as well because I I don't know I think they'll win eight games we don't have their non conference off the top of our heads do we no I'm going that to does go matter. under as well. Yeah. Okay. So three, three unders for the Wildcats. The Kansas Jayhawks jump all the way to eight and a half. This is probably their largest win total since win totals have been out. <laughs> I'm not joking on that. Eight and a half for no, KU. I'm laughing because it's true. Under. <laughs> you know, not everybody can go under, Jamie. <laughs> the math says somebody has to go over. We haven't got to the Red Raiders yet. I'll go. I'll go under as well. I'll go over. Uh, yeah. Okay. Clint is locked at the over. Red Raiders, eight and a half, which is one of the biggest numbers I've ever seen for Texas Tech in the preseason. 
Man, I'm homering. Do it. <laughs> we, we, we went through it yes. a week or two yes. ago, and we'd, I think we went 10-2 and two as a group when we went through the schedule. Over. I'm going over as well. I think I think you win nine games or more this year. You want to know where I think the sweet spot is right now? I'm going over at eight and a half, but if you had said nine and a half, I would have went under. Yeah, nine. Okay. Yeah. Nine wins. Yeah. Is, <laughs> I would have too. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I would lean towards nine wins. There's one more eight and a half team in the Big 12. Can you guess it? Have you said, have we done Oklahoma State? We have not done Oklahoma State. I'm guessing Oklahoma State. It's not Oklahoma State. Colorado. UCF. Which is I only, only picked Colorado because you just seemed like it was yeah. something. Well, I mean, I, I was surprised yeah. UCF was there. It was a surprise to me. Under. Which is why I will go under as well because I didn't think, I think that's a little high for them. Under. What is with the evil eyes over there? I don't know. It's really. Doing, I'm. I, I think I mean, UCF is going to be Jamie, UCF is going to be I think better than what they were last year. I am waiting for them to quote unquote explode in the conference, but I think it's a little bit early for that. Sure, I think year three or year four, that's like a legit threat type team if they keep Mel's on and everything mm-hmm. rolling. Iowa State seven and a half over. I don't know. I called M- Matt Campbell Mr. Seven Wins forever, so it would be, be over that total. They've got a tougher schedule. I'm going to go under. You drink or eat Campbell's soup when you're under the weather. Okay. So I will take under. Seven and a half for Oklahoma State. Over. That seems like a low number, which makes me pause. But I'll go over as well. Over. All right. There's too many sweeps on this. Another seven and a half team. This is such a huge conference. Just seeing it on paper. This is like 16 teams. Uh, TCU, seven and a half. Under. This might be my lock for under. I don't. I come from a land down under. Don't encourage it. (laughs) Please don't encourage it. Another surprising one to me. West Virginia Mountaineers, six and a half. After they won eight games, nine games total, but eight regular season games last year. I'll never get over you getting over me. You don't have to do this, Jamie. You really don't. I will go over. I'm glad I wore my underwear today. I will take the under. Not a song. Oh, is that what we were doing? I thought we were doing stuff. I was just saying. <laughs> Those are all the teams that are predicted to be above 500 this year. Now the rest. That West Virginia one, I'll, I'll say this. They've done a really good job. Vegas knows what they're doing of setting it right where I feel uncomfortable on either side. Mm. Outside of TCU right now. And a lot of these, yeah. TCU is the lock for me. Everything else is just kind of, I don't know. Um, okay, so Baylor Bears, five and a half wins. They won three games last year. Under the bridge downtown. I'll go under. (laughs) (laughs) I think they go under, and I think he gets fired. Miranda. You think he gets fired before the season or after the season? 
I'll go after. Probably after. I don't see their administration doing it as quick. Uh, I will go Sebastian the Crab under the sea. Cincinnati Bearcats, five and a half. Under. We'll disagree on this one. I'll replay it over and over again. I just went Nelly and Tim McGraw. And I love that song, dude. Do you really? I do. <laughs> I know everybody hates it. Oh, my it. gosh. All right. Oh, we got to hurry. We're running out of time. Oh, well, I'm over it anyway, so. Oh, okay. Uh, then Colorado, five and a half. Over. Okay. I'll go over. Mm, mm. I'll be different. I'll go under. Dion's bouncing somewhere. If he... mm-hmm. uh, Arizona State, four and a half. I'll take over. Okay. Under. Over. Uh, BYU, four and a half. Over. 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 Houston, four and a half. New coach. Under. But my brain just feels like it's on the fritz. Uh, I'll take the over. I'll take the under. It's the bottom line. Got a question of the day next on 100.7 The Score. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Thanks for joining us on this Monday. You're listening to the bottom line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jamie Lent, yours from the First United Bank studio. We'll get back to more of your thoughts from the chat line coming up in just a little bit. Like Bobby Hotdog says, Choice in accordance with Kick a Jayhawk Day today. I like that one better, Kick a Jayhawk. Would you be so kind as to deliver one swift kick to the shin to Clint on my behalf? I want to touch you. Uh, if Bobby Hot Dogs says it, that uh, absolves me legally, right? If I kick him in the shin, <clears throat> if he's saying it's from him, I don't, I don't think I can get in trouble for what violence in the workplace. Do you have? Obviously, not Texas Tech. What school do you have the most friends from? Is this your question of the day? Uh, I think I have more friends Jayhawk or family friends. members because I'm not friends with all my family members. I have more Oklahoma State family members than anything. Mm. On both sides of the family, you got Okies in the family. It's a bad deal. Um, I guess if we're calling them friends, it's probably Jayhawk. And that, uh, I don't know. How much are we counting T-shirt fans? Because growing up, in Dumas, Texas, a.k.a. Little Mexico, we had a ton of Longhorn fans. Like, it was just, it was kind of a cultural thing to do. You like the Longhorns. Yeah, I, I'm not super critical of T-shirt fans, quote-unquote. All I care is loyalty. Stick with a team. Okay. I don't care what your connection is. I don't care if you live in... 
LA and your favorite team is the Boston Celtics. If you started being a Boston Celtics fan and you stayed with being a Boston Celtics fan, I'm totally fine with that. I also think it's super cool when you meet somebody from, I don't know, Dallas or whatever, and they're a Mavs fan, a Cowboys fan, a Rangers fan. I think that's great. It's great, okay? But I I don't – I mean, the whole T-shirt thing, as long as you pick a school or a team, whatever, and you stick with it, I I don't don't have the issue with that. That's fine. Yeah. I'm not – I'm not opposed if you've been that for a while. Yeah, just stay, stay loyal. So those those are the ones that I, I I can't stand is, you know, how many Cowboys fans in Lubbock, Texas, that grew up diehard Cowboys fans are rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs right now Yeah, and have dropped the Cowboys? How many? Probably lots. I don't know that they've dropped the Cowboys. I just think there's duos. Because the Cowboys and Chiefs yeah. really don't play each other, AFC, yeah. NFC. I, I don't do Like, that. my household. I don't do the whole duos thing. Why? I mean, you can root for other teams, too. Like, I root for the Rangers, but there's no there's no duo. Okay. Yeah. Like, I. I die hard with my team. And I like the Chiefs. Uh, they would be a second team to me because of Mahomes. Honestly, it's not the Chiefs, though. It's a Patrick Mahomes fan. Because if he bounced and went somewhere else, I'm probably rooting for for the guy not yeah. the it's it's Mahomes and it's their winning that's why there's so many Chiefs fans oh sure there. what if yeah. he went to the Eagles bye bye sorry <laughs> there are loyalties that my loyalty to hating on the Eagles is stronger than my loyalty to Patrick Mahomes yeah like my family is very split down the middle now because the Patrick Mahomes stuff three cl- would claim to be Chiefs fans Oh, three or Cowboys. To the point where they, the other two, I'm having to like explain we can't root for the 49ers as Cowboys fans. Like, like that's, the, that's against the rules. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I just think you root for who you grew up rooting yeah. for. You like, don't change. Like it's, it's steadfast, hard and fast. If the Cowboys and Chiefs, Lord willing, ever played in, a, in a, the Super Bowl, which I don't have to worry about that. We root for the Cowboys through and through, and there's no question about it. But I think you're I still I think you're different than a lot. You're probably right. I think a lot of fans that are fr- the Cowboys fans that are frustrated with Jerry, you're probably and Jerry's right. Era yeah, I know have, people have dropped and, the Cowboys in Lubbock have dropped the Cowboys and gone to the Chiefs. You're probably right. Yeah. All right, let's get a question in. Time now for Jamie's question of the day. Brought to you by someone not named Jamie. Jamie, did you know that baseball's season starts in four days? I am aware. Okay, that was my question. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. Now, my question to you is give me the top three most important players to Texas Tech baseball in 2024. Who, not necessarily will, but who needs to have the best season? for Texas Tech in, in order for it to correlate to team success the most. Top three most important players. Okay, I am going to go... Uh, I'm going to start with Kyle Robinson. He was on my short list, yeah. Okay, um, I think he's penciled in as your quote-unquote ace. Mm-hmm. That's what you're expecting from him. Ace-like stuff. Um, horse name. 
and I'm going to uh, go with the two big bats. I'm going to go with Bazell and Cash, uh, protecting each other in the lineup, um, being on base a lot, driving in a lot of runners. I mean, right there on the outside for me would be um, Her- Gage Harrelson. Okay, I, I was wondering you, if you I need, say I think you name. need a guy at the top of the lineup that's really – uh, gonna set the table for you. Maybe that's Tracer Lopez. I don't know, but Bazell and Cash. I mean, those. You know, to usually teams that are great, their stars perform, and I think this team needs Bazell and Cash to perform. Okay, Clint, do you have anything other than that? I'm gonna double up on pitchers and add in Zane Petty with Kyle Robinson, and then I'm gonna go Bazell okay. as my third. Um. I mean, all of the uh, the same things uh, for both pitchers that you said. I think just transfer it over for both of them. Um, even though you know you're not going to have two aces, but still to have that solid second night type guy. That I mean, hey, we could go ahead and just win the series with these guys, and then you know if we sweep, that's gravy sort yeah. of feel. Having that uh, from especially with the pitching issues they had last year, um, I think having two guys would be just lights out for this team because I, I just expect the offense to be there um, and hoping that the pitching is there on that level. And then I'll go Bazell just with uh, the bat, but also taking care of behind the plate. Like, again, like we all expect him to. And the really important um, two way play. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll go those three. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, number one on my list is Bazell because of the catcher position. That's exactly where. I I was going with that. I think that uh, last year, defensively, you were subpar at catcher. And I think there were way too many bases stolen on you. Um, It seemed like pass balls happened or wild pitches at inopportune times too often last year. I I think that's a huge piece. So Bazell needs to be everything you're expecting him to be. Uh, number two is also an ace, whether that's Kyle Robinson or who. I, I will pencil in Kyle Robinson as that, but if someone else emerges, you need someone that can be stellar. Because you look at some of the best seasons for Texas Tech, you've had usually one guy that has been dominant, whether it was Davis Martin one year, whether it was Stephen Gingry another year. A lot of those great seasons, you've had one really good starting pitcher that takes pressure off the rest of your bullpen. Uh, for the rest of the weekend, too. Um, and the final one for me is Gage Harrelson. And it's for the the reasons you outlined. Um, I think you need a table setter at the top of the lineup. Hester was great for you there last mm-hmm. year. Um, but just someone that, that sets the pace for your lineup and, to, and gets on base a lot. And, again, the other part is uh, defensively. You need yeah. someone to be really good. I think, you, I think you bring up a good point because he's sort of a – an important two-way two-way player guy as well, just because center field's an important defensive position. You need somebody to man that spot and and do it well. So, um, yeah, he he fits that category in my opinion. You you survived some swoons with Gavin Cash last year, but I don't think this lineup can survive swoons with Kevin Bazell as much as I mean. You Cash is just a pure depends if others are hitting hit. or not. That's true. I mean, yeah. depends what's happening elsewhere in the lineup. 
This has been the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 100-7thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.